What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This week, we are wrapping up our Alice in Wonderland series, and it's a little heartbreaking for me because I even say it in the show, like, I could probably, I could probably do like two months on Alice in Wonderland and life references and leadership lessons and all that good stuff. But anyway, today we're going to wrap that up. We're talking about a scene. If you don't remember it, we'll kind of jog remember the show, but it's where Alice like blows up inside of a house. Like she gets huge inside of a house. And uh, we kind of talk about the leadership or the lack thereof on the ground there in that scene and kind of the, the consequences that unfold. So that's what we're talking about today. So hope you guys enjoy it. I, uh, also, just real quick, just want to remind you guys, the show is also brought to you by AboveAverageLeadership.com. That's where you can find the blog. You can find links to this. You can find places to schedule me to come speak. You can see things about one-on-one or group coaching. Also brought to you by TeamHopeLifters.com. That's Jess's website. It's all about fitness, fun, community, um, just being a better you all together. So check both those things out for me if you would, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Discovery going throttle up. Back up to be in orbit. Hey, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So we're not live this week. No. Uh, schedules are all kinds of super duper wonky. Yep. And I use wonky a lot. I'm not even going to do the eensy weensy thing. I use wonky all the time. <laughs> um, well, it's spring break. It is. That's why. Lots of, you know, little moving pieces around. So right. <laughs> to get any time to actually stream is like, no, we'd have to do it late. And then we're a little slab happy, more so than usual. Mm-hmm. How many little faces do you want peeking into, right. the, screen, into the view? I got something to say. Okay, stop. <laughs> Please. I love you guys, but go to bed. Right. <laughs> we know. You have lots to say. That's why our ears are tired. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be we'll be live again next week, but um, we still want to get the show out. Yes, of course. And we are going to be wrapping up the Alice in Wonderland series. And here's what's crazy, is you and I talked about this. Well, it wasn't like, hey, Travis, let's talk about this. No, this is me just like spouting things out of my face that I, like I do sometimes. <laughs> but um, I could probably, like almost indefinitely do shows about Alice in Wonderland. I know. I know you could. It's like, it, it went from like, this is a decent idea. I hope I can get four shows to mm-hmm. like, oh man. Right. Which one do I pick? Right. Now, now I have to wrap it up in only a few. And so there's your free chicken. If you're a coach out there thinking about what can I use? Like just watch Alice in Wonderland. Right. And you've got plenty of stuff to there talk you about. Pop yourself some popcorn. That's right. And <laughs> Sit just down. put it on repeat. That's right. Um, but today... There's a scene I want to talk about, and I think it's important, not just in leadership, because there's always that theme of the show. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Right. But it, uh, like we always say, like there's there's some life to this as well. And so the scene I want to talk about is, so it's shortly after going down the rabbit hole. Now, I want to point out one character mm-hmm. that pops up kind of early on right. that we revisit in the scene we're going to discuss. Yeah. And the reason I want to bring him up early is because he highlights himself as a terrible leader really early on. <laughs> um, and that, my friends, is the dodo bird, the right. captain <laughs> of the umbrella ship, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you're unfamiliar, if it's been a minute, um, at the beginning of the movie, and here's the deal. I haven't seen this movie flash to bang in probably over a decade, like yeah. really watch the whole thing. Yeah. 
but it's seared into my brain for forever. Right, because you have a secret love for Alice. Hey, look. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Alice and Mary eyes. Poppins. Like, come to me in real life. Let's let's chat. <laughs> but at any rate, so shortly after going down the rabbit hole, she makes it through the first door. Mm-hmm. And her tears have now turned into this ocean. Right. And one of the things you see is this captain a ship captain that's a dodo bird naturally right of course um and and as he gets his crew ashore uh-huh. to dry them off right he's got them running around a fire mm-hmm. in the tide right <laughs> and so early on you're like this guy's not really it no like if i'm gonna follow someone maybe not this guy. maybe not this guy um <laughs> and we could talk about that scene see how it's hard right it but, is it is because that happens right because the he was fine Right. He was stood up next to the fire getting dry, and they're all below him running through the tide. Running in the tide while they're trying to get dry. So there's a great leadership discussion there. Makes it difficult to pick just one. Right. Um, But the one I want to talk about is later, Mm -hmm. right? So later, uh, what is it? She she meets the Tweedles, right? Right. And they do the whole... uh, the Walrus and the Carpenter bit, yes. which I could go into that song right now, but I won't. Right. Um, <laughs> verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> oh, it's hard. It's re- You saw I, I me. Like, I really I wanted to do it. I can see the but wheels I'm gonna, going. But I'm not going to do it because <laughs> I love you guys. Um, so shortly after that scene, mm-hmm. she's like bopping along and she comes to a house. So she goes in and starts poking around. And, you know, one of the things that's kind of a reoccurring theme in the show, and I'm not going to even discuss that it's like a pretty blatant drug reference. Uh, what I'm going to say, though, is that she, there's all these like eat me, right, drink me, me things that happen in the show. <laughs> right. And one makes you larger, one makes you smaller. Like if you ever heard any songs from the 70s, there's one about this. <laughs> but at any rate, so she finds these things to eat uh-huh. and one of them makes her grow right and just like boom blows up giant and so there's a another bird right that starts freaking out (laughs) saying serpent serpent right she's going crazy and here comes here comes dodo yeah right (laughs) captain dodo so at this point alice's head is like at the very apex of the house her arms and legs are poked out of the house (laughs) through the windows and doors and the dodo bird shows up and he starts freaking out right and you know Passing by Lizard Chimney Sweep, because that's what happens in Wonderland. There's a Lizard Chimney Sweep. Um, He's like, Dodo Bird immediately enlists his help. Yes. And he's like, we got to get him out of here, get this monster out of here. Right. You know, like, it's a monster. Big deal. Yes. Huge deal. Right. And like, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to fix this? And he's like, we're going to smoke it out. (laughs) And so, so here's what I want to point out. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll get into the the real nuance part of what I'm I'm picking apart on this scene in a second, but the the purpose, the initial thing is like we got to get rid of this thing, mm-hmm. and the solution is burn it down, right? <laughs> Destroy it, burn it down. <laughs> so right off the bat, it's right. not that serious. We don't need to burn it down, right? I mean, burn it down is a very extreme solution. Yeah, no. To this problem. And I don't think when the homeowner shows back up, they're going to be too happy about this. <laughs> right. But, so that that's problematic in and of itself. But what I really want to focus on is like the perspective of the leader, right? Because yes. Dodo's already said like, I suck at leadership. We saw that in the beach scene. Right. But here he is again to remind us <laughs> that he is a terrible leader. Because his perspective on the problem set is very skewed. Yes. 
All right. He sees something that he thinks is bigger than it is. Right. I mean, he, it's very face value. Sure. There's there's no research into it. Right. It's just giant problem right in front of problem me. Problem equals panic, period. Right. That's it. <laughs> Had he done any sort of quantitative analysis on the situation, right. he would have not only realized like, okay, one, it's not a giant. It's not a monster. Right. It's a little girl. Right. And not only that, but it's a little girl that I saw on the beach. Yes. Like, I'm familiar with this individual. Right. I've seen this little girl before. And so... Not only should we probably not burn the house down, right? But we should probably not burn this child alive either, right? And and if I remember correctly, when he ran into her before, she was feeling kind of lost. Maybe she's still kind of lost. Right. Maybe we could help. And and he talked to her. Like right. they, there was interaction between right. him and this little girl who is now like this massive problem. Right. And I think the reason I want to discuss it is that it happens everywhere in life. Yes. It happens in leadership all the time. Right. Where you will let a problem that if you would just take a second and really evaluate like the severity of it. Right. You could figure out like, okay, we don't need to freak out. Right. Right. But you have to be able to get to that woo moment where you're calm right. and you can focus and really analyze what is the problem. Sure. And in this example, you know, like there's a lot of telltale signs, like <laughs> that's a, a shoe. Right. <laughs> That looks like blonde hair. Right. Like this might not be a monster. Right. That that giant thing looks really familiar. <laughs> but he did no research. No. Right. None at all. He just saw it, reacted, and panicked. Yes. And this can be. I mean, so we're talking about like burning a house down, and you know, poor Alice. What's going to happen to her? Right. Not good things. Right. <laughs> um, but in in all facets of life, like in business, this happens all the time. Right? Absolutely. Like you know, I'll I'll use some. Some jargon here so that, you know, any of my business leaders listening will go, oh, yeah, I get it. So, like, if you're if you're looking at your P&L reports, mm-hmm. right, and there's, you know, a few key metrics you have to look at or whatever it is. And you know, like, so day by day, mm-hmm. no big deal. Right. Right. But then today happens to be the day that you're having, like, your quarterly audit. <laughs> and Chip from corporate's going to be here. Oh, Chip. And Chip has sent out an email. And this morning he wants to look at this particular metric on the P&L report. Right. And so now all of a sudden, it's a massive problem. Yes. Like yesterday, you were <laughs> one, like 0.01% away from your target. Right. And today, you're freaking out. Right. You're freaking out. And, and what happens, you know, you blow it out of proportion, number one. Yes. You start catastrophizing quickly. <laughs> right. So, I'm going to lose my job. Sure. Oh, my team's going to lose their yep. job. We're all going to just end up homeless and... <laughs> totally abandoned on the street someplace. And it's, you, you get so far removed from anything actionable at that point. Right. That the, the only things you're going to do next are probably bad ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and to right. be, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. true. Those knee jerk, oh my gosh, fix it right now. Hardly ever are the real solution. Right. And in the P&L example, guess what? You're not fixing that 0.01% before Chip gets here. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. And so step back and look at the problem. Mm -hmm. And so for that one, like I'll give you some, I'll give you the answer. Step back and be able to like intelligently explain where that 0.01% is and how you're going after it. Right. And you're probably fine. Right. Okay. (laughs) Don't freak out because what's going to happen, you know, you're going to alienate your team. Mm -hmm. They're going to freak out. You're going to give everyone a bad day. Yes. Because you couldn't process the problem in the proper perspective. Right. And then intelligently speak on it. Right. (laughs) It's, It's really not 
not that big of an issue when you step back and look. You know, and so like flashback to the initial example, like, oh my God, it's a monster. It's this huge problem. It's a little girl. Right. <laughs> it's a little girl. It's not a problem. No. I mean, it might look big and scary right now, but the truth is it's just a little girl. Mm-hmm. And you right. don't have to worry about a little girl. Exactly. It's going to be fine. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and that same point zero one that was there yesterday, it's the same thing that it is today. And yesterday you weren't freaking out about it. Right. So you have to figure out what, you know, that emotion that made you go to the very peak because someone else is going to see it because you're going to need an explanation. Right. That's not a reason to freak out. No. That's a reason to do a little research, come up with a reasonable solution according to your own company's policies right. and relay the message clearly because so that's an easy know, solve easy and it, it takes almost no time right. if you can keep yourself out of the freak out mode right that knee-jerk reactionary right. gotta fix it now right the truth is like there may not be an immediate fix right and a lot of those problems that trigger that response mm -hmm. there aren't an immediate fix you're gonna have to really do some analysis and figure out the root cause mm -hmm. what what is the real problem right it's like a dodo bird walked up and be like, uh, you look like the little girl. Right. She'd be like, yeah, I am. I am. And he'd be like, why are you bigger than a house? I ate something crazy inside and oh, now look at me. <laughs> goodness, that's problematic. <laughs> right. Let's see if we can get you back to normal size. Right. Problem solved, problem staying solved, go right. rangers. But we never got there <laughs> right. because we're like, let's we're, just burn it down. Right. We're trying to smoke out the girl and burn the house down. <laughs> I mean, And you're just... enlisting people that really aren't involved and really can't help. And so look at the impact. Cause he, like you said, he enlisted people not involved. Like he was just coming to sweep the chimney, dude, you know? <laughs> and now you've got, so not only is he not going to do the thing he's there to do today, mm -hmm. but you've got him doing something totally counterproductive. Right. And something he doesn't have a drive or desire to do. Right. Like, and probably scared the living daylights out of him. Exactly. Too. <laughs> but how often does that happen in real life? Constantly. Where, whether it's a business thing or an at home thing, you find out, Oh, whatever's happening. And the next person that walks by you either figuratively or literally grab them by their collar. And you're like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. Right. And they're like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> right? not my immediate problem. Exactly. Or, they grab the next person that walks by them. And pretty soon you have an entire room of people that are just freaking out. Right. And you're not making any forward progress in a solution or, or doing anything to calm anyone. You know, let's use, we'll use another example just so that people are like, well, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen in the house. But like, let's, in a family unit, right? Right. We'll use an example from last weekend. Mm -hmm. um, one of our kiddos had a track meet we went to. Right. And he was part of a relay. Yes. And he was the the first runner. Yeah. He did really good. Mm-hmm. Good baton Amazing. pass. Yep. Everything was slick. Right. The next pass, they bobbled. Yep. Dropped it. So in that moment, that person who bobbled yeah. has a choice. Yes. They can freak out. Right. They can say, we're all screwed. It's a huge problem. Right. It's, it's unfixable. Burn it down. Right. Or... They can take appropriate action right. and move towards the real goal. Exactly. Work with the other person to pick it up, get it passed to them appropriately, staying in their lane, and then take off the best they can. Right. And that's exactly what that team yep. did in the moment. Right. And did they win? No. No. Did they finish strong? Yes. Yes. They 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 weren't the last. They no. ended up coming in third. Right. <laughs> and, and that's way better than still having part of your team jumping around in the middle of the race 
yelling at each other, throwing stuff at each other. And we watched that happen. <laughs> yes. Like we watched other teams during the day. Yes. You know, if you've never been to a track meet, that's a that's a whole day. Right. Um, <laughs> Bring but, a snack and yeah. some water. <laughs> Any, what kind of clothes do you need? All of them. All of them. Um, but <laughs> And sunscreen. <laughs> we watched other teams bobble and fall apart. Yes. And, you know, every other team running that relay was done. They were done. They'd gone to IHOP. They came right. back. Right. They had made signs to encourage <laughs> before the other team got to the finish line. Right. Because they let it affect right. them and they made the small problem of an oopsie right. turn into this massive, there's no way to overcome this. Right. It completely stopped them in their tracks. And it's it sucks because, you know, to dissect that problem set, it would take us probably 10 episodes. Um <laughs> I mean, we can do that. You can write into the show. Sure. But there's just so much to it, right? There's there's resiliency stuff in there. Mm-hmm. There's catastrophizing stuff in there. There's, you know, all kinds right. of like mental toughness stuff yes. that goes into Keeping that. Keeping it in perspective. Perspective is huge. Yeah. Um, but there's also a sense of like insulation that he missed out on. Right. Right? Right. So, and I'm just going to help anyone out, out there who's a leader. Your first move. Even if you perceive it to be this massive thing, mm-hmm. is to to not let on, right? Like there's a massive thing going on, right? Exactly. You know, like there were there were times that I went to mission briefs, yes, and it was like your, your takeaway. No matter how nice they said it was, you're all gonna die, right? You know, like oh right. my god, it's the worst thing ever. They've got deep buried IEDs all over the city. They're dug in. It's gonna be a gnarly fight, and you're like, oh, well, we're screwed, right? <laughs> And, like, and they go, now go brief your men. Well, fine. <laughs> what is it that you'd like me to tell them then? And so your first step is to insulate. Right. It's not being dishonest. No. It's not saying that there's not something coming. It's saying there's there's a problem set. Right. And we've got to figure out a way through it. Right. Right. This The safest, most intelligent, most effective way to get from point A to point B. Because if you show up keyed up yeah. as a leader. Right. You've already lost the initiative with your team. Right. I mean, everybody everybody can feel tension from another person. Sure. Everybody, you can see it in someone's face. You, if you know them, you can read it in their eyes. People's body language. I mean, and particularly the longer you you've been a lot with a team, saying a lot, whether it's your family team, your work team, your deployment team, whatever team we're talking about here. Right. Um, the longer you work together, they 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 can pull your card pretty quick. Yes. Yeah. But it's. It's still important to do that insulation piece, and here's why. Because if they see whatever look in your eye or how, how you're breathing or some nonverbal, right. right, and it typically is, they're going to let you say your piece, and they're going to go, okay, so what's really up? Right, what, what's the real story? <laughs> and you've got, then that it just, just it reminds you like how much buy-in you've got. Yes. And then you can be a little more honest and be like, you know, it's going to suck. Right. It's going to suck. Right. This sounds scary, or this is a huge problem, or this is whatever, but you don't have to start there. When you start there, right. everybody gets weirded out. You've got to start with, even, look, <laughs> convince yourself first. We say this about everything yes. all the time. Yeah. Convince yourself first that it's going to be fine. Right. Right. And in that situation, you know, using the, the Alice in the Wonderland scenario, like, it was fine. Right. And the the solution was... She ate the other thing, mm-hmm. shrunk up, and roll on too. No mm-hmm. big deal. Like she was fine. Everything yep. was fine. Back to little girl status. But that short point in between where leader on the ground says freak out, poor little lizard starts freaking out, 
Like <laughs> there could have been a catastrophic outcome yes. by not controlling the environment. Right. There can be a lot of fallout that happens that's, that then becomes outside of your control that you've caused. Because you think the next time, if that dodo bird ever called that lizard and was like, hey, brother, I need your help with the chimney. He ain't coming. <laughs> nope. He's like, I don't want anything to do with whatever <laughs> chimney you got going on, man. Like, uh-uh. Everything you handle is scary and <laughs> But it's the same bad. with your team at your workplace mm-hmm. or anywhere else. If, you, if every problem is the ends of the earth. Yes. It's the worst thing ever. Right. Anytime they hear you calling for them, they're like, oh, gosh, here we go. Right. Right. Well, and I think kind of the, the flip side of that, it's like, in, in the family unit. So your kid comes home from school, because we've had this happen, and there's whatever tragedy that's happened with a friend. Right. You know, they're just at level 10 of, you know, mad, sad, you know, whatever it is. And they relay it to you, and they're they're watching your face. They're watching your reaction. And maybe you're at a level 10 by the time they're done, because what happened to them was really upsetting it's egregious Ricky really, Bobby right really unfair whatever whatever it was but but as the parent you have to gather yourself in the moment take a deep breath and then help deconstruct the situation so that they can move on and go back to school and face this person with a with a plan with a solution and it's you know I it's because I've briefed a certain way for so long mm-hmm. and I I just can't not do it with our children. Right. It's just the way it's ingrained in how I do right. things. Um, but like it, it, this always happens at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. This is where this conversation is in our house. Cause we're there every night together. Yes. Um, and you know what our, our pseudo middle, there's not really a middle when there's four, right. but second to last, um, <laughs> lots of drama in the grade yes. she's in yep. and just, you know, it's that age. Yes. And, she she it, she lets it affect her. Mm-hmm. It bothers her, and right. understandably, because she's a sweet person, right? Tender-hearted. And so when people wants are to fix things. nasty to her, she's like, you know, she's like, what is wrong with it? Like that's her big thing. I don't understand what's wrong with them. Like, <laughs> but you let her get it out. Yes. And you don't react. Right. You just uh huh uh huh like right. and nonverbals and you know right. active Tell me listening. All the details. What did you say? What did they say? And every time you can see such a wave of like, everything's going to be cool yes. because either you or myself will go, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Right. And it's, it's not like she already gave you all of her opinions, all right. of her things. She thought all of the worst case scenarios that were going through her head. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't need the chance to like, what if it anymore? Right. Right. You, you gave her that opportunity, and so now you go, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Exactly. And now it's a clear path ahead. Right. She got, And, and I think there's something uh, therapeutic sometimes in just being in the relaying of the story. Right. Being able to say to, to someone who you trust, who has proven to be a good, you know, counselor in your life, all the things. You just get to say all the things with no filter, and then you work together together. To make this plan. Right. And I think in the business world, in the family world, and in any kind of relationship, when you find that person who is a safe counselor type person, being able to use that is a huge advantage. Right. And here, so what I want to do, because we kind of addressed, like we we showed how a leader freaking out can screw things up. Mm -hmm. And now we've shown how like subordinate level freaking out, leader insulating and fixing it. Right. I want to talk about the other side of that real quick okay. because it's a real thing, Yes, you know, and if, if you are being led by someone who has a tendency to freak out over little things, right. 
I mean, like I've said before, you're a leader too. Right. And so if anything, you have to lead yourself. Yes. And it does you no good to get freaked out for them <laughs> or with them. And so if you've got that leader like that dodo bird is like, we're going to have to smoke the monster out, blah, blah, blah. You, that chimney sweep should be like, uh-huh, 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 okay, yep, yep, <laughs> look, yep, there's a problem, sure, got it. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Right, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I'm going to shimmy up my ladder and see that blue eye. Right. I'm going to go chat at it real quick and be like, hey, <laughs> right. are you just a giant little girl stuck in a house? Right. You, it's okay if you're the one being led. Mm-hmm. Now, don't do it in an insubordinate fashion. Don't be like, sorry, Rob, that's a stupid plan. Right. Or... Quit freaking out, stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> but in a tactful manner, yes. be like, okay, no, I see the problem. Maybe right. this approach would be what better. What if we tried this thing? Like, it, look, if, if you're going to get fired for suggestion, that person super sucks. Yes. And you need to raise your hand and let someone know, like, this person super sucks right. and doesn't deserve their right. job. There's probably some grievance you can file for right. that. <laughs> I, I raised the concern and got fired. Oh, that is the concern. That person's the problem. Right. <laughs> but it's okay to, to listen, to freak out, whatever direction it's traveling, right, and not freak out with it. Right, and not get on the same train and just all go totally off the rails together. And, you know, be, as someone who has spent their entire adult life in a leadership position of some sort or another, I can tell you, peers, contemporaries, peer, or, you know, superiors of mine, like, I've seen all kinds of leaders. Right. I've seen super great leaders. I've seen super crummy leaders. Yes. I've seen leaders that freaked out about everything mm-hmm. and i've seen leaders that freaked out about nothing right <laughs> which is an interesting point because there has to be a good balance yeah you, you have to the thing is is you have to know when someone's serious when they're like oh okay he's using his intense face sure. we all need to get intense with him but if if everything is intense then nothing is and so there's no there's no fire that's lit right to, to move forward and figure out a plan quickly. I mean, there's a difference. So let's point that out real quick. There's a difference between acknowledgement of severity right. and freaking out. Right. Um, freaking <laughs> yes, out is exactly. panic mode. Yeah. And, and nothing good happens in panic no. mode. Um, and if you don't acknowledge severity, you know, that breeds complacency. Yeah. And complacency can lead to dire consequences for everybody. Right. You know, from a deployment standpoint, like if I'm like, hey, it's cool in the gang, fellas, no big deal. We're just going to go walk around. And it's like, right. I just got out of the mission brief that says we're, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, we're in trouble then because they're going to be complacent. They're not going to be, you know. Right. They don't have all their spidey senses tingling right. looking for what they need to look for. But you can go, all right, so here's the deal. Like, it's, it's going to be a scrap. Right. You know. Right. This is serious. These guys are, need they're waiting be... on us. Right. And we're going to have to go in there like hard in the paint. Mm-hmm. And they go, okay. <laughs> but you, you do it in a way they're like, but it's cool because... That's what we do. Exactly. We have each other's back. Right. Like, this is what we do. Right. This is, you know, what they want to do today. This is what we do every day. There's a big difference. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's just like that Mm 0.01%. Like, okay, the function of our business is that's what we do. Yes. We do that thing. So don't worry about it. Don't freak out about it. We're going to go after it. Right. Right, not if there's deal. an obvious way to improve it right now, let's get on it. Right. If not, and we're on track, then let's stay on track and just keep moving forward. But you're not going to pick it up before Chip gets there. No. It ain't happening. Nope. <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing is, like we talked about, we could do a whole month again on yes. Alice in Wonderland yep. stuff. But I, I wanted to use that scene because it is so prevalent mm-hmm. in all facets of leadership. Like the, the freak out doesn't help. Right. And as it 
we've illustrated with that scene a couple other things we discussed. Like it only leads to poor decisions yes. by the leader, forcing the people they lead into worse positions than they would have been in the first place. Nothing good comes of it. Right. Nothing solved. Nothing you know? is solved. I mean, a true story. This is a true story. I have seen, I saw one time um, <laughs> there was a building that had some naughty people in it. <laughs> and, you know, there was a lot of ways to deal with this. Mm-hmm. But what ended up happening is we blew up the building. Right. Just blew up the building. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, when it was like a lot of a lot of bad guys shooting, I was like, screw it, just blow it up. Right. But, you know, like a month later, like, oh, we kind of could have used that building. <laughs> and so even even when you're being shot at, sometimes it's not burn it down. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's chill out. Right. Are you Are you being shot? No. You're being shot at. Okay. Relax. It's fine. <laughs> Let's just. For those of us that haven't been shot at. Or shot before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done both, and I can tell you, it's fine. Um, but, you know, like, it, there's, give it a second. Yeah. Now, granted, we were fine without the building, but we could have used it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, I think that's the ultimate point, is don't panic, make a poor decision, and and ruin your chances for something else later. Right. You know, you're you are trying to... To look at the longevity of your decision making and the longevity of your leadership. And if you're freaking out, making poor decisions, you're burning it down before you've thought it through. Ultimately, you're making your future harder. Whether sure. it's because you've lost the trust of your team or your superiors or just, you know, your peers, you're making your life more difficult. Right. Yeah. A thousand percent. <laughs> so that's that's that scene. Yeah. I'm not going to go crazy with it, you know, keep it kind of short this week, but wanted to talk about that one. Yeah, and, such I mean, a good one. Such a great movie. Like like four others that were right, you know, right, right. in the forefront of my mind, like, <laughs> I want to do that one. But I thought <laughs> if we're going to end it somewhere, like, quit freaking out is yeah. a good place to end it. Yeah. And you know what? Like, look, last last thoughts on it, and then I promise I'll shut up for, <laughs> you know, a couple days anyway. Um, just apply that to everything. Like if it's a project you're working on yeah. and it seems like a monster that you got to smoke out, chill out, right? relax, you know, feed it something and see if it shrinks. Like <laughs> just, just relax Yes. because all you're doing is making it worse by getting keyed up. Right. Um, any, any goal you're going after that seems so far away and too big and unattainable, mm-hmm. relax, dude. Right. You'll get it. Right. I mean, even if it was a literal monster, you still have to fight it in bite-sized pieces. Sure. So, you might as well make your giant goal in bite-sized, measurable pieces. Careful, you're going to get me on the back planning. <laughs> and then we're here for another three That's hours. Right. People are drawing things. <laughs> Some other time, but just, yeah. you know, that's, that's really what I want people to get from it. If anything else, like, just don't freak out. Right. It's not worth it. Right. It's not worth it. No, no. It stresses you out. It stresses your people out. Ooh, I almost referenced another Disney film just really? now. I did. Which one? Robin Hood. Oh, such a good one too. Don't get your dander up nutsy. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. That's there a great way go. to end it. Don't yep. get your dander up nutsy. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the show and we will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks, there you have it. That was the show, like I said, wrapping up the Alice in Wonderland set here. Uh, four episodes, could have done probably 40 on it because there's so many things in there that 
my brain and for whatever reason goes, oh, that's an example of this or that's an example of this. It may just be an example of like, you know, drug references if you really break down the Lewis Carroll thing. But who knows? Um, but that's the last one for now. For now. I can't promise there won't be more in the future. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you took something away from it. Uh, bottom line, don't <laughs> don't be a dodo, right? Don't be like the dodo bird. Don't be a crummy leader. Uh, don't freak out over things when, you know, keep it in perspective, make it make sense, make a plan, and then move forward and take appropriate actions. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will talk to you next time.